welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the gorgeous Amanda Berrientes from NFA Money, and we're going to dive deep into all things around money and transformation, and her story is phenomenal. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Hey, thanks for having me here, Alexis. You're very welcome. So what is your magical story from where you were to where you are now? Such a good one. (laughs) Um, I often like to think that the moment it really started for a huge shift for me was on the floor crying one night. Um, I left my 15 year marriage having an affair and my next relationship was not working well. I really didn't have very many relationship skills. And so I didn't know how to end a relationship without blowing it up. I didn't know how to sustain a relationship. And it also meant that I was left facing potential homelessness. So I had three kids and I was in grad school and my ex-husband had lost his job. So, you know, I was making very, very little money and where I live is pretty expensive. And so I didn't know where I was going to live. And, you know, I'm just on the floor crying one night and I'm like, oh my God, I got to change this. You know, like I really had the revelation that I'm the center of my reality and that I'm the only one that can do something about this. So because I was on food stamps, didn't know where I was going to live, didn't have a lot of money to invest, I started listening to podcasts and I just avidly listened all the time, like on double speed. You know, I was like washing my dishes, listening to podcasts and riding my bike to school, listening to podcasts and driving my kids to school, listening to podcasts. And it started to really change the way I thought about myself and poverty consciousness and relationships. And it started to lead me down this path of realizing that you could change your reality through learning skills. And I also, what was really cool about it is that all of the podcasts I was listening to were by coaches. And I was like, huh, there's something to this. (laughs) And so, you know, I think about the way the world works in this magical way. It was that at the same time in my department, I was on track to be a professor And we had this huge fallout in our department. And I started to see the stress of the culture of academia, at least in the department I was in. And I was like, you know, I love teaching and I love writing and I love research, but I don't really want to go into being a professor like I thought. So I decided to take the leap and become a coach. And within, in the first year of my business, I went six figures from food stamps to a six figure business really fast. And it's just been, you know, all the, all the poverty consciousness since has left in the dust. (laughs) I got goosebumps when I heard your story and owning all parts of who you are and your story is just, oh, so refreshing to hear that where you came from to where you are now in regards to having an affair and relationship stuff and I can totally relate because um, I ended up having an affair with my, on my ex-husband and me and him are actually really still great mates. And then I did the relationship to <laughs> the, 
can like shitty relationship than all the things. So I was just like, oh, I'm like, this is like a mirror reflection. Of, yeah. Of, oh my goodness. Oh, wild. Yeah, I had no idea. It, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I'll say it's been amazing to share that. Like when I used to share it, I was scared to share it and I didn't, and I would be quiet about it. And then the more I started to share it, the more that people would come to me and be like, thank you for the permission to say the things that we don't want to talk about, you know, and like money, there's a lot of shame around money. There's definitely a lot of shame around affairs and a lot of confusion about why those things happen. And it's given me the opportunity to completely change myself and, and then help other people. And similarly, my ex-husband and I are dear friends and you know we've had incredible relationship repair through that process yeah and I just want to say thank you because I've never publicly expressed that before <laughs> it's like wow. me permission to do it <laughs> yeah yeah and good for you <laughs> that's that's incredible <laughs> yeah I was just like but it's true because it, that's my story and I have been hiding behind it and I have been and I've started to share bits and pieces around it but not that exact thing because I'm just it's not even that I had shame around it it's like I did it but yeah I love that yeah you gave me permission so thank you and yeah I feel that relationship and money and love are all interconnected and when we start healing our relationship with ourselves we start healing relationships with other people around us and then healing our money relationship. And when you said poverty mindset, I never realised years ago how deep my poverty mindset was on a, such a deep subconscious level until I started shining a light on it. So I love what you do and I love how you've come from food stamps to six-figure business and really helping people shine a light on that and being open and vulnerable that's amazing. Yeah. Thank, thank you. And I, yeah. I love that you use the word consciousness because it's like, you know, thinking about poverty consciousness and you said unconscious blocks, it's like, or something along those lines. The thing is most of us have some pretty significant unconscious problems that we're unaware of, because obviously if we were aware of them, it, they wouldn't be going on. And once you start exactly like you're saying, once you start to tap into loving yourself, everything starts to change and it's so liberating. And I think it, it's some of the most rewarding work, but it's also some of the hardest work because we often don't know where we're stuck and we don't know who to turn to and we don't know how to get help. And it feels like there's this invisible force that's keeping you in this, in these stuck places, you know, like broken relationships and, and not the money you want in the bank. And those two things are so integrated and influence and affect so much of your life. Like if you have crappy relationships, life is pretty hard. And if you don't have enough money, life is pretty hard. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love working with people on both of those things because it, it gives you a sense of freedom and choice, which to me is all very altering of your reality. A hundred percent. I used to work for a company years ago and um, one of the guys that I worked with, he was saying, and it just kind of just like flowed out of his mouth and it was just, and I like, and it's always stuck with me and healing my relationship around money. He said, it's better to be crying in a Mercedes than a beaten up car. And I was like, oh, yes, really. Is. So if you're going through a shitty relationship, it's good to have money in the bank account. So you're sitting in your Merc <laughs> having a cry. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> it's always stuck with me and it's not, yeah. and it's, you know, cause I don't know why it's stuck with me, but I've always found that that's been like a really beautiful, like expression of, healing relationships around everything because 
life happens and we allow things to happen to us and we put ourselves in situations by decisions and choices that we've made along our journey to where we are. And it's taking that radical responsibility like you did and decided that listening to podcasts and making that decision to start listening to podcasts and then start hearing and connecting the dots to all these people I'm listening to are coaches. What are they doing differently that I haven't been doing? Because you're educated and there's a lot of people out there that don't have the money. They don't have the financial education or the understanding. It's like rich dad, poor dad in that. Totally. Yeah. Not that we're uneducated or people are uneducated. It's the money stuff and what we've been brought up in the conversations and what we've heard. And are you worthy of even having more? Am I worthy? I think that I'm worthy. But when I start pushing and going to outside of that comfort zone or that's not even a comfort zone, it's actually really not comfortable being in, (laughs) but it's familiar. Totally. Yes. I love that you say that. It's so true. I mean, I have years of education and that the sad thing is what we don't learn in school is probably the stuff that makes us the most content, fulfilled and transformed, you know, money skills and relationship skills and personal growth skills right? Like self-love skills. If we learn that in school, the sky's the limit, but we, that's not what we learn in any, I mean, I don't think there's any coursework at any, I, I mean, maybe we're in Australia, but definitely in the States, there's, there's not, you know, life skills training, confidence training. People don't know anything about the dynamics or the psychology around money or the ways that we're conditioned as kids to believe exactly like you're saying, to not think we're worthy. And then we really limit ourselves and our fullest potential because we don't know how to transcend beyond where we're currently at. And, and it's, it's, it's been so incredibly empowering to realize that you can gain the tools to totally shift your life in huge ways, pretty fast. So fast. And I'm so glad that you said that. So one of my clients, she went through some personal stuff last year, came to me this year. I don't even know how she just showed up in my world. One of my clients said, you need to check this girl out. And she booked in to have a conversation with me. Now she's a client. The only thing the only thing that we have been focusing on is filling her love cup up. I said, where is your love cup? What does it look like? She said, it's dry and crusty. I said, so I love to explain what's going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing that we focused on was setting a morning routine, which was having a coffee, doing some journaling and doing 10 minutes of exercise on her machine that she's got at home. Mm-hmm. What's unfolded in the last three weeks is she's made her first sale of $1,000 that she hasn't made in a long time. She charged more than she's ever charged before and we didn't even have a conversation about it. She just decided that she was now worthy of it because her her cup's now just a little bit, um, it's like the dregs of the coffee she explained it. She goes, you know, the, at the end of your coffee, yeah, there's that, just that little bit, that's where I'm at <laughs> filling my love cup up. And yeah. she's like, all these recordings, I've done all these hypnosis, I've done all of these things. From the only thing we focus on, we didn't even focus on any business stuff. That's in the pipeline to talk about, but it was self-love yeah. and boundaries. Yeah. I, 
Yes. Such an important conversation because it's interesting and intriguing to me how often people come to me and, you know, I'm a business consultant, you know, I've I've shifted from, I started as relationship coach and I moved into some coaching and it minds a lot of mindset coaching. And then, you know, I'm like, now I'm a business consultant because I do a lot more than just coaching. You know, I consult and train and teach, but also do a lot of coaching. And it's fascinating to recognize that the number one thing that people come to me for is their feelings of, of low self-worth really ultimately, right? Your business is a re- your outer world's a reflection of your inner world. So if your inner world is balanced, aligned in love, content, fulfilled, you're living in your zone of genius, you're, then your business world is going to thrive and you're going to be magnetic. You know, I don't know how much you know, or how much you follow the law of attraction, but, you know, thinking about the energy dynamics from a quantum physics perspective, what you put out is what you get back. And so if you're putting out this desperate, I don't like myself energy, that's what you're getting back. And when you shift into self-love, which I, you know, it's those little things, you're right. It's like, oh, I'm going to exercise 10 minutes a day. And that it starts signaling to yourself and the universe that you care about yourself. And then things start to change and you start to increase your value and your sense of self-worth. And then people value you more. It's, it's wild and fun to watch it happen for people. Oh, it's just the most, like nothing excites me more. I just got off a call with one of my clients who, She's been in business for three years in June and by the end of this month, I've only been working with her for six months, but by the end of this month, she's going to be hitting a million dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, nothing excites me more than watching that and being a part of it. And I know that I wasn't a part of the whole journey. I've been a part of some of the journey. And it's not about the money. It's about who she's become along the way and some of the big conversations yeah. that we've had moving into the next level version of herself and she's only bloody 26 and it's just like you are phenomenal and amazing because you decided at such an early age to start doing all of this work and when it comes to because I've had to do huge amounts of work around money mindset huge amounts of work around I didn't realize I've just done huge amounts of work around relationship and reflection of (laughs) Um, this is the inner work and outer work and it just makes me laugh because I'm like, they're not doing like blame game. This is what they were doing to me and this is what I wasn't getting. And I'm like, hang on a second. I have to take responsibility for what I'm, what's happening on the inside, inside me. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'm being emotionally unavailable to myself. So I'm attracting emotionally unavailable men. Amazing. As friends, but in relationships, we just didn't work because I wasn't, being who I needed to be and who I actually truly deeply am. Yeah. A huge reflection on everything. And when I've started taking responsibility, my business has started to grow. Oh, surprisingly, money started coming into my bank account. Oh, shocking. (laughs) I love myself more. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've had such a similar experience. And it's, it's one of those things where you look back in your history and you go, I could have felt this way the whole time. What? <laughs> you know, and it seems like once you get there, you're like, it's so easy. The process was so, you know, it's like the steps aren't challenging, but the problem is that we don't get that there is a path to open up self-love and then have the things flow to you more easily. You know, it's like we get really stuck and and it, I think I call it inner critic beat up, you know, our inner critic just beats the crap out of us all the time exhausting. if we let it, you know. And it's exhausting. Oh, it's so exhausting. 
almost like having a constant inner battle, you know, like you want something different, but you're battling yourself. Uh, um, have you ever heard the quote, you can't escape a prison if you don't know you're in one? Yes. And I keep forgetting exactly the words, but I'm so glad that you said that because it's yeah. you can't escape something that you don't know that you're in. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love that quote. It just, when I heard it, I was like, that is exactly true. And the interesting thing is, you know, for it, I know you have a lot of entrepreneurial listeners, like we create prisons out of our business. If we have money blocks, because if you have the belief that you got to work hard to make money, you're going to keep filling your plate too full always. And you're always going to have this sense that once I get there, I'll be happy. But then once you have like, let's say you break through the next level and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I broke through now. Let's set the bar even higher. And you just keep filling your plate and you just exhaust yourself and you don't feel good and your business becomes a prison. And I see it happen all the time. I have a history of that for sure. That's what, you know, I always tell people I study this stuff all the time and I absolutely love shifting my money mindset. And I run into money blocks at every new level and every new layer of my growth. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's an ongoing lifelong journey. It's not like all of a sudden you're there and you know, you're like, yay, everything's fixed and I'm perfect. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's a constant ongoing journey. And to me, I love that because I get to, I, I choose to face my stuff and really take it head on and go, my quest is to up-level my consciousness, my love and my impact as much as I possibly can and help other people do the same. And the only way to do that is to take radical responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had to take audits on myself. And at the end of last year in December, I was absolutely exhausted. I was so exhausted. And I sat down. There was one weekend I completely burn out. Like I literally put myself to bed Friday night and I didn't come out until Sunday afternoon. I said to my mum and dad, you're going to have to look after Zoe. I did come out to drop her off to a friend's house and then come home and then go pick her up. But other than that, I'm like, I'm in bed. Like I need the, I need, I just, no one come and talk to me. I'm not going to eat food. Like I just was completely stuffed. Monday I sat down, I looked at my schedule. I was like, it's the same as last week. How do I make myself not feel the way that I did last week? But I've created myself a bloody job. I didn't yeah. an entrepreneur to create a job for myself. I came on so that I created more time freedom, but also made a bigger impact in the world. But I'm sitting here looking at my schedule and it's jam-packed. I don't have one moment to myself. And I don't even really have the capacity to spend time with my daughter because I've just completely burnt myself out last weekend. So huh, how do I shift and change this to be able to help more people? And look after my own energy. And yeah. we're going to be self-sabotaging patterns if we're not aware of it. And making it, talking about law of attraction, last year I had one of my biggest days, I think it was like a fifteen dollars or $20,000 day, I can't really remember. And I was like, huh. So then I went into three months of full-on blown self-sabotage. Of That was too easy. I decided that I wanted it. It turned up in 24 hours. But then I was full-blown beating myself up for three months going, that was too easy. How do I do it again? What do I do? Making all this noise. So it doesn't need to be that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so much there. <laughs> yes. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> and, and I love that you're saying this because I think it's helpful for, for people to know that, like, you know, we do this work and we struggle too. And we have our own stuff that we bump up against just like everybody else, you know, and, and there are similar patterns. I mean, the reason I, you can, 
the reason I work with people and like, I can see general patterns and I just go, we're all human and we're all the same. And it doesn't matter the amount of money you're making. You still have money blocks because you're going to experience them from different things. All of a sudden you get divorced, a new set of money blocks comes up, or you have a child, new set of money blocks. Uh, You start a new business or you go to the next level of a business or you move, or, I mean, there's so many reasons that just different things come up and unearth those parts of ourselves. I look at it as a huge gift because like negative feedback and negative emotions emotions are a gift telling you what's out of alignment. So if you pay attention to that and go like, huh, you know, like I'm sabotaging, I'm overbooking myself. I feel totally stressed out. That's a feedback system showing you a way to get back into alignment first by being conscious of it. Right. So you took the unplug and then asked yourself, how can I have a different week in terms? I still want to make a huge impact. I still want to have big income, but how am I going to do it in an easier way? Because this isn't sustainable over the long term. And you got to do that on a regular basis so that you aren't burning out and creating a job for yourself, because what's the point? You know, you might as well go to a job and have a steady paycheck and health insurance and all the things that come along with the job, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And all you have to do is just get up and go to the job and come home and totally that, that weekend and all of the other yeah. things going on. And so yeah. it's right over here today and it's 10 o'clock yeah. in the morning. And I looked at my diary and everyone's like, why isn't it a public holiday? I was like, yep. Because once again, I didn't schedule that today is meant to be off because <laughs> Good Friday. it doesn't matter because I love doing this stuff and it's I'm yeah. at the end of this anyway. But I looked at my schedule. I was like, because I wasn't aware and I haven't put in the scheduling, but last week I these were already booked in, but I've created, I've changed the way that I'm doing my scheduling now. So Thursday, Fridays are the only two days that I actually really get on phone calls and do stuff. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If I choose to put clients in there, that's when I choose to put them in. Yeah. Other than that, Wednesday is definitely off the cards. No one, I'm not allowed to do any work on a Wednesday. Yeah. I was just getting myself, my boundaries were so out of whack. I was just, someone said, can I do this? I'm like, yeah, even if it meant that I wasn't spending time with my daughter, I'm like, hang on a second. That's not why I did this. I did this so I could spend time with her. I did this yeah. so cool. I condense everything and do it when she's there, not when she's with me. Yeah. I, I'm curious if you've noticed, cause this, this, I did the same thing where it was like, okay, wait a second. I got to simplify. I always tell people automate, delegate or uh, drop if it's not in alignment and you need to buy time because everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. So if you're saying yes to too much work, you're saying no to lifestyle and freedom and relaxation and family time and all those other things that you have have values on. So it's like, you know, where can you, where can you buy time by being boundaried and not saying yes to everything? So it's like the power of saying no and saying yes to yourself. And also to like, I've noticed the, that I've, I, I use the mantra, the less I work, the more I make. And it's awesome. You know, it's like, it just keeps happening more and more. I'm like, Oh, I have, I do the same thing. I time block off Fridays and I don't, I, I, if I feel like doing business development, I will, but I don't schedule appointments every once in a while. Let's say someone had a podcast interview or something. That's the only day they schedule every once in a while. I'll do that. But for the most part, it's like my day and same with Thursday. So I'm very similar. I do clients on Mondays and Tuesdays and sometimes Wednesdays, but then over the week, it just, it, it filters out and, and slows down so that I can travel and play and relax. And it's, you know, it's essential, I think. And it's part of the reason we get to be, have freedom through our business if we create it to be that way. Yeah. And it's all about creating. So I know that I have my daughter Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday afternoons. And by Wednesday afternoon, I'm completely shot. That's why I don't want to work on a Wednesday. 
But as time, as I go back and reflect on when are my biggest money-making days, it's Thursday, Friday, so I don't have to go pick her up from school. So yeah. there's no time limit on what I'm doing. So when I'm going to pick her up from school on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have this, and it's all a belief, and it's all things that I've created, that I don't have enough time to get things done in the day when there's more than enough time in every day to get all the yes. things to get done. <laughs> and I love that, man. The, more, the less that I work, the more that I earn. And in the school holidays, I remember sitting on the lounge for two days watching movies. It was crappy weather and Zoe and I were just cuddling. And I think I made, I don't even know how much I made, but I know that I made quite a significant amount of cash flow into my business by purely stopping because there was yes. no resistance. There was no focus on, I'd already planted the seeds. I just needed the seeds to grow. Yeah. Totally. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, it's wild teaching people those principles because then as it starts to work, you're like, it is is like breathing room, you know, and play room. And it, it just, then everything gets to start to feel good, you know? And so it's, yeah, the quest of personal optimization to me is a really fun one. And it, and I like that you say that because not everybody's schedule is going to be the same. Some people might want to work every single day only for two hours or other people might want to work, you know, three days in powerhouse, 12 hour days. And then they don't work the rest of the time, you know, like who you, the sky's the limit on what you get to create, but it's about creating it and designing it instead of just letting it overtake you and you're not in control of your time. A hundred percent. And one of the questions that I started bringing into a very first conversation with someone that I've just met who's coming onto a strategy call that we could be working together. When was the last time you had a proper belly laugh? <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. And I get the, oh, huh. I can't, I can't remember. Oh. And I'm like, if you yeah. can't remember the last time you had a belly laugh, we're not talking about business. That shit ain't happening. Until we get your love cup starting to fill up, we get your laughter and it. we go through challenges and we have all of that. It's not about denying that we have shit going on in our world. But bringing those emotions and those hormones into your body when you laugh and when you have like your stomach hurts, you've got tears coming down your eyes, the release of emotions that come through when you do that. And so that's one of the things that we create when we're doing when I do the work at the very beginning, you start to bring more fun and lightness back into our world, yeah. into our business. Totally. Oh, that's such a great question. I love that. And, and you think you're right. I think a lot of people don't experience that on a regular basis. We're under a lot of stress if we, if we don't optimize, you know, like there's always a reason to be stressed out and there's always a reason to put more on your plate. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts I've learned is build it's boundaries around my time and what I'm willing to commit to, you know, like I always think like, is this a good use of my time? Is this going to bring me joy? I wake up every morning and ask, will this bring me joy today? And if it's not bringing me joy, I drop automate or delegate because like you get this one life in this, in this body and you got to make it meaningful and fulfilling. Yeah. That's such a great question. Such a great question. I was talking to a girl the other day and she said, the one thing that keeps going over and over and over and over in my head is the program that you ran earlier this year is what do I want and who do I want to serve today? Mm-hmm. There's two questions that I ask myself. What do I want today? How do I want to show up for myself? And who can I serve? Who needs to hear my message? And I'm like, if that's 
what you took from it and you wake up every day on intention with purpose and go out and do that, I've done my job. Yes. Yes. I agree. (laughs) And it's so powerful. This work's so powerful. And like you said, you've moved and you've, and this is the thing, when you start your business, you start somewhere and then you move and you start to shift and change, but your passions start to shift and change too when you start seeing different results. I love relationships and I love working with lots of different people, but one of the biggest things I love watching is the transformation of the money mindset and going seeing prosperity. Look at the trees. The trees are full of leaves. It's prosperous. It's abundant. And money is energy. Money is one of the easiest things to bring into your world when you understand and you can tap into it. One of the biggest blocks that I had, which I realized in December last year, was I didn't know how to manage it on the back end. Mm-hmm. It came in so fast and it just slipped through because I still have poverty mindset. But I also didn't know it didn't have a home. I had, didn't create homes for it. So they mm-hmm. had no little place for it to go until I learned how to do that on the back end and create that system for myself so that more can, can continue coming in and go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, I think that's a, that's one that happens a lot for people. Like some people are really good at magnetizing a lot of money their way, but then it exactly like you're saying, they don't take the time and the responsibility to budget it and grow it and think about how they're going to organize it. And so you, you know, like you might be able to keep having it come in, but it's almost like the easy go, easy, come easy, go mentality. I tell people to practice easy, come easy, grow. So it's like, it's coming, it's growing, it's coming, it's growing. And so then you're not on that constant treadmill of producing more, 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 more without having your money, make money for you. Yeah. Making money babies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love that. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, yes, I want to make money, babies. <laughs> that is so great. Oh, I'm going to use that one. Where did you hear that? That's so good. <laughs> um, a lady called Miriam Castella, Castello. That's so um, good. Yeah. yeah. You want your money to make money, babies. I'm like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have a huge that. family of money, babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. good. Oh my God, I could sit here and talk to you for hours. Yes, <laughs> me too. So, <laughs> so where do people come and find you to be in your world, to work with you, to Yeah, I I would say they must take the Money Blocks profile. So if they go to www.moneyblocksprofile.com, it'll give them an assessment. They can discover their top money block, and then it'll give them an eight-page report on that specific money block and then lead them into information on how to to eliminate. And when I say eliminate their money blocks, like eliminate that one for that moment, and then they'll work through the next and work through the next. That's a great resource. I have a podcast and YouTube channel, Max Potential Money, so they can go there and um, all things on nfamoney.com. So nfamoney.com is my handle on all my stuff. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that we've kind of missed, That anything else that you'd like to share before we jump off? I mean, I feel like I could talk to you all day as well. I, I think the key takeaway that I, something that I've aligned my entire reality by is knowing that my outer world is an expression of my inner world. So if I don't like what I'm getting on the outside, I start working with on what's within. And that if you, if you do that, 
your life will flow beautifully. Everything you want to come true can come true and you can manifest it based on you being aligned and clear about being responsible to master yourself. And once you master yourself, it's like you have a magic wand to create whatever you want. 100% love that. Thank you so much. Yes. And sharing. You're welcome. Giving me permission to share my story. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.